You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 332. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 332. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. I really love that you do that. I really, really love that. <laughs> you were looking for it. it You're I, like, where is it? Where is it? I, I know. I was waiting for you. And I... Uh, for those of you that can't see... Yeah. We should probably explain um, what we're talking about. I count down from five, four, three, two, one, and then I throw it to her. <laughs> he throws his finger like, and we're on... <laughs> and we're live. Action. I really want one of those like radio signs that says like on air. That'd be cool. Sort of a neon sign that's that would be flashing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. In this bougie and beige, <laughs> yeah, it would bougie beige. Take away some of the beige. <laughs> There's lots of beige, lots of beige in here. <laughs> here. Yeah, we. I don't know. I would. Oh, well, here's why it's super beige. We happen to have two chairs that we wanted to put in here that were beige, and I really consciously have been trying to not. Put tons of color in over color stuff, over color things <laughs> in my life. Like I operate. <laughs> you from... went the opposite direction. I <laughs> know. I in my life think of leopard print, zebra print, cheetah print. Like that's. Well, we weren't originally going to put my, these chairs in here. That's my neutral. That's, so that's true. That's, that's true. my neutral. I'm not used to having <laughs> actual neutrals. You know, this is this is neutral as it gets. But the problem happens in my in both my decor and in my closet where I will have like a really loud jacket and then a really loud shirt and then a really loud pants and the really loud shoes. And I have to like temper myself a little bit. And the same thing is true. You're the in, woman of many colors in the, in the house, too. But yeah, except this room, this went <laughs> off <laughs> the rails in this the beige. Went complete opposite direction. It doesn't help that the carpet's beige, too. So anyway, yeah, it's kind of a beige, too. This yeah. is our very sexy, very bougie beige <laughs> podcast room. But anyway, hello, everyone. Hey, we peeps. have a cool topic here for you that came out of our after hours community. Oh, cool. You're not going to. Oh, gosh. I totally forgot. I feel like it might be time to Intervention? Just, <laughs> I think I might have to do like a yearly review with you. <laughs> I didn't know we were going straight to that right now. Usually you say what the pod's about. Well, I'm looking you at that. you like after hours, babe. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So somebody in after hours brought this up and said, is it normal for me to fall off of the personal growth or personal development bandwagon? Where I felt like I was making a ton of progress, and then I kind of threw threw it in the towel, and mm-hmm. yeah. now I need to get back on. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But I feel like you might have a little something you need to throw to the pot. I do. I have a little something that we like to call. Would you rather? Today is for the moms and dads out there. Oh. I got a little something for the moms and dads. Listen up, moms and dads. Listen up, moms and dads. (laughs) 
A little something here for you. Mom and Pop, we got a little question for you. <laughs> Would you rather feed your family dinner by regurgitating it? Yikes. Or have to lick their hands clean once a day? Every Oh, okay. So not every time they're dirty. Yeah, just once a day. Okay. And it can't be after they wash them. Hello. Okay. No, that's a massive loophole. Right? No, it's you have to lick them clean. Yeah, not wash them clean, then lick them. No. No, no. You have to lick their hands clean. No loopholes, people. And, okay, and if you did, – what did you say? You have to chew food? Do you have to regurgitate, like actually throw up? Uh, just chew it. Just chew, chew and dump. Chew and dump. Yeah, regurgitate, but, yeah, just chew and dump. Okay. Let, what – I don't even know if that's what – like birds don't actually throw it up. I think do they you? have like an extra pocket where they, <laughs> where they store it and then pull it out when they feed the babies. Uh, it's like the family size mouth to just feed everybody. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so but is that every meal or is that just, just one dinner. one meal? Families Oh. Feed your family dinner by regurgitating or have to lick their hands clean once a day. Okay. And the ugh, that first of all Okay, I'm not a we're not parents. We've we've talked about this in the past. There is so very little that grosses me out as much as someone else's child's dirty like Cheerio fingers or like they've got <laughs> like little mm, like little fish. What's those little orange fish that they're always eating? Oh, the goldfish. Yeah, and then then mm. they like lick just their two middle fingers and then they want more and I and then there's like little chunks of food. I can't with that. <laughs> It, I cannot. So you're gonna lick hands? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna regurgitate, or yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna chew and dump. Chew and dump. Yeah, because okay. I can't. I can't imagine. Well, maybe we'll change the, the the that one to chew your family's dinner for them and spit it in their mouth or something. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's not actually regurgitation. Yeah, because it's, it's just, actually, that's you know. But it has to be fully processed and I'm chewed. Like, that's also lengthy. That's going to take a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's going to be well chewed. So it's going to take time, especially depending on how big your family is. And then do you have to – If you're – you got six kids. Do you have to do like a – like a bird drop? Like a Uh – Totally baby bird. Even your husband or wife. We actually do a mean baby bird. We do a mean baby bird. We – please don't make me do a video. I think we should do a video. I knew you were going to do that. For after hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bonus content in after so hours. Wrong. I mean, it's totally like, uh, 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 like I'm I, really trying to get the worm. Well, you really, what you have to do, like to get into it, <laughs> is you have to be the bird. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You have, you have to, to be think, one with the bird. You have to think like the bird. Think like the bird. Feel what like is the bird feeling? <laughs> it's feeling hungry. It's feeling famished, but it, so famished. Oh, the baby bird is yes. fe- okay. That's how you okay. It's, not the mother bird. Well, no, because she's already eaten. That's right. <laughs> All condescending. <laughs> Come on, stay with me here. Okay. All right. Uh, this is going out of hand. This is uh, okay. I am going to regurgitate food because all I have to do is for you. <laughs> but it's <laughs> that's different. I mean, I was putting ourselves into the hypothetical family situation. Family. Okay, where so we, if we had, let's had say we had two, two kids, two kids. Yeah. Okay, I'm still chewing. Them. I cannot break. No matter what age they are, no matter what age they are, whether it's two or seventeen, I have trouble I, shaking people's hands. I don't want to lick hands. Yeah, I have trouble shaking people's hands. Right. When I know that they haven't been washed or because so at I can't least imagine licking them. The chewing and dumping is like that's so good. is. 
just really, really time consuming and kind of gross to drop it into somebody else's mouth, but you don't have to receive it. Yeah. So that's yeah, what I'm going yeah. for. So yeah, it's your saliva going in. I'm going to be really curious to see if anybody actually picks. I want to lick my kid's hands clean. <laughs> like that is so fucking foul. We are a class act here. It's pretty foul. Here's how you can share with us what you would rather. We talk about it every single week in our after hours community. After hours. <laughs> it was on point that time. I really love how you it, Dive in, in into acting it. it's called on the line where you sort of you kind of say it overlapped with what I say. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like genius editing, but it's really not. Okay, now I fucking forgot. Okay, the After Hours community, on Monday, we always talk about the Would You Rather of the Week, and everybody gives their reasoning why they chose what they chose, and so we would love to hear that from you, and it's really funny to hear some people's rationale, and to their credit, they have not been trying to pull a loophole in a while. That's right. Yeah. Loopholes have been... Yeah, Mr. Smith. Closed up, zipped, locked (laughs) down. Slash it, gone. Freezer bagged up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Smith cracks a whip on any sort of loophole. Like, I don't want to do either one. Then fucking fuck right off. Like, crack some wit, too. (laughs) Whip and and some wit. And some wit. That's Mm -hmm. right. Jesus Christ. All right. So we need to (laughs) jump into this week's topic. We should probably talk about personal development at some point. Yeah, at some point. I don't know, 20 minutes in. Speaking of us falling off the personal (laughs) development bandwagon. But this was a question that that did come up in the community, and it was a gal saying, you know, I really don't want to beat myself up, and I want to kind of get back on track without going through that whole self-loathing, and I can't believe you dropped the ball and all of that stuff. Okay. So the first thing that I really want you to know before we even dive into sort of my numerical order concepts is that you are totally and completely normal. Mm. I don't know very many people even who have been on like a fitness journey and don't ever have ebbs and flows to it or waxes and wanes. You know, it's like you get really gung-ho. You might have a couple of years that are thriving or, you know, a couple of hours, (laughs) minutes or months or whatever. And you have seasons that you go through. And especially when it comes to personal development – you are going to be thwarted by things that are experiential. For example, if you go through a really tough breakup or a divorce or if you go through having a child and licking their hands clean. (laughs) (laughs) Little callback. If you go through the loss of a family member dealing with death or you move to a completely new country, it's likely that your personal growth is going to be affected because, quite simply, your habits are being affected. And so the things that we do every single day, day in and day out, are what cater to our current reality, no matter what it is, whether we're talking about education or fitness or personal development or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It has to be built into our everyday schedule. If it's not, then it's easy for us to kind of fall off the bandwagon. Sure. So we're going to talk about a couple of different strategies, but I really want you to know that you are totally normal. And any time your status quo, your habits, your structure that you're used to gets uprooted in any way, new jobs, new any, it doesn't even have to be catastrophic. It doesn't have to be negative. It could be you got a brand new job or you are in an awesome new relationship, but your 
habits have changed, your day has changed. So it's really easy for you to slip out of maybe some of the the pieces of personal development that have been keeping you on track. Mm, All right. Absolutely. So be so compassionate with yourself. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to take stock of your daily habits. A lot of times I will ask students or people that I work with, what actually keeps you on track? What are the things that you do daily that are really helpful for you? There's a whole grouping of people who say, I have to journal each day. Mm-hmm. It is my outlet. It's my way of getting things out on paper. It's, it, it is actually a way to access the subconscious mind. Usually if you start journaling about halfway through the page is where you actually start tapping into what's really happening with you hmm. internally. So you have to give it a really solid go in order I to see. get to that point of like what what's really – what do I really need to unpack here? Yeah. Yeah. For others, it is I love personally pulling some sort of card, like an angel card, goddess card, tarot card, something like that, or contact your spirit guides or whoever it is that you have faith in in order to look for some guidance. You know, like what should I be focusing on today or what what do I need to have front and center? What's this day about for me? And in Deep Down and Dirty, which is the, you know, my signature program that I I teach, we have a multitude of different ways to start implementing daily rituals and practices based off of how you operate to cement your mindset. Because that's what's really important is where is your head at? We've Mm -hmm. talked about this so many times that the people who are, quote, successful in this world are not necessarily that they're not geniuses, they're not that much smarter, but they've got their head in the game. They've got their mindset mastered. That's yeah, the difference. It's absolutely. not strategy, tactics, or genius. It's actually mindset. And none of us want to hear that. We want to hear what are the step-by-steps. And I try to do that as yeah. much as I can, but a lot of it has to do with your commitment and where your head's at. So take stock of your daily habits. I know for me that there are certain things that I have to do daily in order to keep me really grounded. One of those things is doing hypnosis meditations in the morning before I even get out of bed. And they don't have to be lengthy, you guys. This is not like I need to devote an hour. It is maybe a 10 or five minute meditation to help get you centered. Maybe it's a series of yoga moves that just take a few minutes to do in the morning. Maybe it is journaling. Maybe it's pulling a goddess card. I love also because of the sensory element, I love to burn incense and have that be something that helps me kind of signal, okay, we're getting clear, maybe burning sage, something like that. So if you can think back to prior to slipping off the bandwagon, what were the things that you know already work for you? I know a lot of people who go, I know when I take pen to paper, it's so much better for me. I have a hard time doing it, But now there are a litany of different apps that you can even use where you can just type it in with your thumbs. You know, you don't even have to worry about pen and paper. Mm -hmm. There is sort of a a magic, I think, to actually being old school in that regard. But I don't care what you do. Just do something so that you're anchoring in every single day. Tons of different apps out there. I know there's one. I want to say it's – we'll put it in the show notes. I think it's Jour – I think it's short for journal, J-O-U-R. Oh, okay. And it's really short, and they have even like fill-in-the-blank cons- like 
concepts and words and statements where you can fill in your own or you can use one that they've already put there. So there's tons of different things that you can do. I've never been a journaler. I know there's tons of people that are. Yeah. Just me specifically, I've never been. I think it is just like anything else that it needs to be done as a habit. I gotcha. Created as mm-hmm. a habit. There was many, many years when you didn't work out either. And now you can't even imagine your life without that. Sure. But you had to build that muscle, quite literally. But build that habit. And yeah. it really is also a myth, too, that it takes 21 days to develop a habit that's kind of arbitrary. It really depends on how often it is. But you are more likely to develop a habit if it is daily versus weekly, monthly, et cetera. So come up with some kind of daily ritual that is really helpful for you. A lot of times I will ask people like, well, what was present in your life when you were really on track or when you were your happiest? It's, well, I was doing music every day or I was connecting with this amazing group of people. You can usually start figuring out the elements that were present when you were your most fulfilled. Uh, All right. That's great. So number two, take stock of your values. This is something that we work at length on in Deep Down and Dirty. We spend at least a week, if not longer, on it. And really the way I teach values is that these are the components or the elements that must be present in your life in order for you to be fulfilled. Okay. They, For me, for example, I have to have a creative element. If I don't have some sort of venue for creativity, I am significantly less fulfilled. If I don't have order and organization, if I don't have productivity, if I don't have health and wellness, like I've gone through all these different processes in order to distill down here are my core values. And when I say core values, it's not the things I would live and die for. It's these are the things that have to be present in my life in order for me to be fulfilled. And I can usually take stock of that and go, well, my health and wellness hasn't been up to speed. Knowledge and education, I haven't really been studying things lately or I haven't been reading or, you know, I can usually take stock and go, oh, no wonder I've been feeling down in the dumps. Uh I haven't been honoring those values. Yep. It makes sense. And by the way, if any of you are interested in Deep Down and Dirty, which is truly kind of an overhaul of your entire life as it pertains to personal development, your first item of business, if you if you do have sort of that that pull or that tug, is to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. And I have a completely free masterclass for you where I talk about the five major shifts that you have to make in your life in order to get to that place where you've let go of people-pleasing, perfectionism, and all that self-doubt. Yeah, what a nice place to be. So if you're like, fuck this, 2020 has to be the year that I actually like myself. Because I'll tell you what, it's not in your career, it's not in your relationship, it's not in the kids, the house, the financial investments, it's actually not there. It's internal. So you can check off all those external boxes all you want, and you may still very much end up unhappy because you haven't made peace with your own worth and your own value. Yeah. If that's you and you're like, oh, my God, I'm an overachiever and I've been trying and trying and trying to gain my worth through action or through other people's adoration, then this is very much for you. So, again, completely free, totally on the house, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. At the end of that workshop, you'll see an opportunity to book a 
completely free call with a member of my team where you can go through the things you've been dealing with, what you've been up against, the things you want to change, sort of the voice in your head particularly, and they will develop a plan for you and look at what do you you need to focus on in order to get where you want to go. Hmm. And then they'll discuss deep down and dirty with you. And if it's a good fit, you know, they'll tell you about it. So thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop, that's your first item of business. Okay, so take stock of your values. Start looking at what are the things that contribute to my fulfillment. So you can also do this by thinking back to a time when you were thriving. Think back to when you felt your happiest. Hmm. What were those elements that were around you at the time? Was it connection with other people? Was it creativity? Was it maybe music? Was it being able to have a lot of autonomy in your work? Was there health and wellness around you? Was it positive interactions with other people? Was it spiritual? Were you really focused on your relationship with a higher power? You know, what what did that look like for you? What were the things that were there? And chances are there's a value that is being stepped on now that you could stand to honor a little bit more. That's great. In fact, I had a situation happen a few years ago. Actually, this is probably more like 10 years ago. It was a colleague of mine who we did a coach trade. And I was actually teaching a class about values at the fucking time. I was like, you know, I've just been feeling kind of down in the dumps. I just haven't really felt like myself. I haven't felt as motivated. And she goes, let's just do a values check and just see, are you living in alignment with all your values? So we start, start listing all of them out. And lo and behold, they were all getting kind of stepped on (laughs) and I realized like oh I don't have a creative project so I that's when I first got involved with theater Mm -hmm. and started doing things like that and I started getting more in tune with what I wanted to put in my system and I got back into moving my body and feeling healthier so uh, all of those things can be very easily rectified when you're aware of what are those things that actually do bring me fulfillment Okay, number three, take stock of your support and your accountability. Now, this can come in a couple of different ways. It can be with friends and family. You know, one of the major pieces, I think, is knowing that your immediate community is in service of you. If you're in a very toxic home environment or a toxic work environment, it makes your job a shit ton harder. And I used to have when I worked in cosmetics, well, I would call it character building because it was so hard for me to stay positive and to stay in alignment with the woman that I wanted to be in the midst of an environment that didn't foster that. Yep. So much so that I kind of went, I, I do need to leave. I do need to end this chapter. It got to a point where it was just, it didn't, wasn't worth it anymore. Yeah, totally. I remember <laughs> very well. And I remember you would say like, was your personal development or how was your character building today? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I started it's a good perspective shift looking at it as being something that was fueling my escape. And also it's, you know, I kept thinking it's so easy to be the woman that I want to be if I'm at a coaching conference or if I'm away at a retreat or if I'm with other like-minded people, but it's so much harder to be the person you want to be in the middle of an environment that doesn't bolster that so yeah it's one perspective and it's something to keep in mind that the people in your immediate vicinity can either make your job a shit ton easier or a shit ton harder 
So keep in mind, who are these people that are around you? Are they building you up or are they making your job really hard? And obviously, those are not always people that we can immediately get rid of, but there are ways that you can go about it. In fact, I did a podcast on how to stay positive around negative people. So we'll link mm-hmm. to that in the show notes too. It's a great book. But take stock not only of your community, but then also groups, programs, mentors that you're involved with. That's one of the reasons why I think Deep Down and Dirty is so profound is because no matter what anybody's life circumstances or what they're contending with, those might be very different. But when we all come together, we're working on the same exact shit of I feel like I have to be perfect in order to be loved. I don't. I don't like the person that I am, you know, or I let my body image issues get in the way or I'm so focused on this career that, you know, whatever else it might be. But it's so much, so much self-doubt and so much um, discomfort. But then when you come together with all these other people who are like, yeah, me too, it's like, oh, okay. And you kind of can unite forces and everybody. I'm not the only one. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really helpful to feel that you aren't uniquely broken yeah i think it's a human condition like people come to me with the same thing on the physical level right they're like have you ever seen anything this bad yes you know and i'm like yeah all the time all the time yes yeah it's not unique sometimes it is but most of the time no like yeah yeah you're you're not broken you're fixable that's right yeah that and that's what people have said the same thing to me. Like, am I the worst case you've ever heard? (laughs) And I'm like, no, not at all. That's why I say I think it's it's uniquely part of the human condition to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we don't, we live in a society where social media is like, show us your highlight reel. Yeah. Show us your vacation photos. And and you see everybody else's life on a highlight. Exactly. Makes yours look dull, yeah. And then you kind of go, oh gosh, I'm... I'm uniquely broken. There's something uniquely wrong with me. Everyone else has their shit figured out. And that's just quite simply not the case. So take stock of your support and your accountability. And then call in your allies, right? I have always, always, always had my own coach or a therapist or and or a mastermind of peers that I'm with that we're growing. And right now I have two masterminds and a coach that I'm working with. So I am never without that because Mm. I'm asking everybody else to do that. I sure as fuck need to be able to take care of my personal growth in the same approximation. So think about that. This is not some like hero situation of I should be able to read a book and just be magically happy with everything. Sometimes you really need that human connection and that mentorship and somebody to guide you. So again, if that's you, I would really encourage you to check out that workshop that I mentioned because Deep Down and Dirty could absolutely change your life. Uh, And again, that link will be in the show notes, but it is thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. All right. So we've got Number one, take stock of your daily habits. Number two, take stock of your values. Number three, take stock of your support and accountability. And then number four, shocker, get your personal development on your calendar. Mm, Yeah. I mean, we would talk about this with workouts. And Mm -hmm. you would always say, I have to book it out on my calendar like it's another appointment. And I have to treat it as such. Like I wouldn't be late for any other appointment. Or I wouldn't cancel someone else's appointment. That's right. Great point. You have to have some sort of space carved out for you. Mm -hmm. For me, that works really easily with having 
a coach session on the books all the time or mastermind sessions on the books all the time. And that's one of the things that my students say is that it's so incredibly helpful to have, you know, Thursday mornings are carved out for my deep down and dirty time. And then Saturdays are when I work through my new material and they carve it out. And they make it happen. In fact, so much so that a lot of the graduates, when they go on, they will keep the same time slot open, even though they're not meeting in the class anymore, because they want to keep it sacred and they want to stay on that maintenance plan. Makes sense. Yeah. People love that. You know, I say the same thing when people come in for body work. Schedule it on on a day, Wednesday at 10 o'clock. That's my time. Yep. Or whatever it is. Like to do, to meet with you or to do their exercises? Uh, Both. Okay. Got it. Both. Cool. Like when I take people through a 10 series, it's 10 weeks in a row. So I'm like, pick a time that works for you that we don't have to maneuver around if your schedule allows. That way it's in stone. Right. Like, all right, Monday, nine o'clock. That's my time. That's right. Or for their exercises too. Yep. Pick a time in the morning. Pick a time at lunch. Pick a time in the evening. Yep. You know, put an alarm on your calendar. Yep. Absolutely. You have to take it serious. That's right. <laughs> right? And the only right. way to take it seriously and not forget is to have reminders and yep. accountability. I remember in coaching school, they would always say, keep doing what you're doing and you'll get more of the same. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. do you want more of the same or not? Yeah. Something's got to change. You've got to do change. something differently. Yeah. All right. And then finally, number five, if you're totally lost and you're just overwhelmed or you've been feeling frustrated or down or despondent, Zero in on just one personal development topic that you would most likely or you would most like to make headway on and then do a little research on it. So, for example, maybe it's self-worth. Maybe it's confidence. Maybe it's speaking up. Maybe it's related to relationships or self-love. Do a quick little Google search or search a hashtag on social media. It is amazing what can happen when you just find one article talking about courage that gives you a little bit of a boost. A little you bit know, of courage. A little bit of courage. <laughs> but it, it gives you some inspiration because a lot of times we walk around with this idea that I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I just feel so gross. I feel so – and we just stay there. We just wallow. And we feed it. You know, we feed it with more melancholy and more despondence and more sadness instead of disrupting that cycle. So instead of grabbing onto something that feels massive, like I need to change all these areas of my life, just pick one keyword that you could search. Worthiness, enoughness, motivation, courage, self-love, self-worth, whatever it is, and just go do a little research on it. Find one article or one freebie that maybe somebody is offering, download it, find, you know, something like that where you can just get a little burst of like, oh, okay, that was a really good idea. Something that was palatable and digestible in a smaller increment. That's awesome. All right. So that's what we got. Let's do a quick little recap and then we will shut the shit down. So we've got number one, take stock of your daily habits. What do you know already works? and is helpful for you in a way that you operate best. So for example, if, and I didn't mention this earlier, if you are totally a night owl, then a night ritual might be really helpful for you Mm -hmm. versus the morning. Yeah. Like make your job easy. Don't pick something that is not how you are wired, right? Yep. Number two, take stock of your values. What are those things that genuinely bring you fulfillment or, or happiness? Is there a baby step you can do to 
honor those values more. Number three, take stock of your support and your accountability. Who are the people in my immediate vicinity, in my community? Am I a part of groups, programs, or do I have mentors that are actually progressing me in this category? You don't have to do it alone. In fact, I highly suggest that you Mm -hmm. don't. In fact, when it comes to business, and whenever I'm interviewed about this and people ask me about building my business and all of that, and then they'll say, you know, what's the one piece of advice I say? Always, I would have hired people to help me sooner. Yeah. I would have hired support staff a shit ton stu- sooner, and I would have hired mentors a shit ton sooner. Yeah. Because it would have made my job so much easier, and I would have gotten where I am now so much faster. And the same is true for personal development. Fucking hire mentors. If it's me, amazing. I'm honored. If it's not, doesn't matter. Like, you need somebody in your corner. Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to find anyone who is, again, quote, successful, that doesn't have mentors or some sort of coach or some sort of ally, right? That's true. Like Oprah or, oh gosh, his name is escaping me. The, um, Frosty the Snowman? The Virgin, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Uh, the Virgin Airlines guy? Richard Branson. Yeah. You know he's got people in his corner. He better. <laughs> supporting him. Wild. And yeah, everybody who is in that upper echelon, they're not going at it alone. Yeah, They're searching out people who can support them. All right. Number four, get your personal development on your calendar. And then five, zero in on a specific personal development topic that you would most want to make headway on and get a little bit of inspiration. Nice. That's a great little list. I think if you wrote that down and you checked just one check mark next to one of those, it would be a great start. Just like number five, right? Yep. Just do one, take that advice and apply it to your list. Yes. I love that. A lot of times I will, I mean, obviously if you've listened to the show, you know, I think very linear and I like when things are systemized and there's like a number one and a number two and a number three. But that also gives you sort of a myriad of options. You don't have to do all of these things. Just pick one. Pick one and do a piece of it. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. All right. So thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to throw in? I think that's it. All right. I think that's it. (laughs) He says confidently. (laughs) All right. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Ms. Smith.